This is Brett Hundley, host of the Mindful Creator Podcast, and you're listening to The Mindful 15, a short monthly episode where I share personal stories and insights on self-awareness from my own journey as a writer. Welcome to uh, another episode of the Mindful 15 here in lovely, balmy, cold November uh, out here in Nashville, Tennessee. It's it's cold, but uh, nowhere near as cold as it is a lot of other places, so I don't complain too much about it. We're very lucky. But anyways, on to the good stuff here. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about perspective in this episode. It's something I've been really, I guess, talking about a lot lately, especially these last few weeks. And it's been uh, kind of at the front of my mind. Uh, I recently finished a really interesting memoir by a man named Frederick Buechner. Uh, it's pretty re- relatively infamous, uh, I guess, which you would call a spiritual and or religious writer. Um, got his one of his memoirs, actually, uh, on loan from a friend and kind of dove into it. Didn't really have much in the, in the way of expectations, but uh, I actually really enjoyed this book, and uh, I can't really put a finger on why. I think there's a couple different aspects of it, but uh, you know, I think most importantly, it uh, in some ways sort of led me down this uh, alternate route to uh, kind of to the place where I am today, where I'm feeling like these last few weeks I've really gained uh, a little bit of fresh perspective on a few things, and I think the book was a part of that process at least. So there's a there's an excerpt from that book that I want to read real quick to. Uh, kind of lead into this conversation on perspective. Um, And that quote uh, goes as the following. Listen to your life. See it for the fathomless mystery that it is. In the boredom and pain of it, no less than in the excitement and gladness. Touch, taste, smell your way to holy and hidden heart of it, because in the last analysis, all moments are key moments, and life itself is grace. Now, when I read that, obviously there's religious connotation to that. I'm not an intensely religious person. I'm a spiritual person but not, not, definitely not uh, dogmatic or, or really attached to any, uh, necessarily any form of organized religion. Um, Beekner is, uh, you know, a Presbyterian minister, so he's obviously Christian, um, which I, you know, obviously respect. I don't have any issue with that whatsoever, but I, I like to have different perspectives in the things that I read. And what I found really interesting about that quote, and it just, it sort of left off the page to me. And this is something that anybody that's familiar with Beekner's writing is not necessarily... Um, unheard of. He talks a lot about uh, this concept of listening to your life, but there's something in that specific piece that really spoke to me. And I've kind of reflected on it. I wrote a Medium post a couple days ago about this and, you know, came back to it. And I had recorded a a podcast episode a couple weeks ago with Colin Wright um, talking about cultivating perspective and, you know, talking about the process of doing this and the importance and how critical it is for the creative person, especially to have uh, as much perspective as possible on life. And it really, all of these sort of different threads started kind of sort of tying together. And I just love this piece because I think in so many ways, it really speaks to my struggles and the creative journey of the last five years. And most specifically, my struggles in getting so attached to specific uh, outcomes of, of the work that I'm doing, specific project outcomes to be specific, you know? And I think... um I think so much of, of what I've, I've experienced 
you know, maybe my first blog I launched back in 2010 and, and, and so much of that process of putting that together and months of, of planning and strategizing and, and really just fearing the launch more than anything and going through the, the journey of, of launching different projects, my first book project and, and the ups and downs of those things and realizing that so much, uh, when I look back now, so much of those struggles really came down to perfectionism and, and wanting to control so many things and so many aspects. But, but really because I was so focused on this expectation, this vision of an outcome that I had in my head that often uh, I failed to see uh, things outside of my peripheral, outside of the tunnel vision I was sort of stuck in. And I look back on these things now and I, I, I've refreshed some of these projects and I've, I've gone back to the book and I've simplified things. Really simplification has been the biggest change. But it's so interesting because I don't think you often are able to stop and reflect deeply enough to have the self-awareness to see these things in the moment. And I, I think some of that comes from uh, sort of this, I guess, strange human life phenomenon where so much of our good experiences, good and bad, I guess, really often blind us to what's right in front of us. You know, I think so much of life um, makes it, is about um, experiencing as much as possible. I think a rich life is in any way, is in a meaningful life. And the irony of that is that often those experiences um, in the moment are pulling us away from the self-awareness needed to really understand uh, the perspective we're gaining from them. So, for me, you know, so much of my life has been colored by events and experience that I haven't really understood the full sort of spectrum of those things until I look back on them now. Um, I look back on much of my childhood as a writer and and all of the things that I, I cherish so much about reading and books and storytelling. And I think of my creative journey and how I went from sort of being a writer and then falling out of love with that and going to film school and getting into music, deeply into music. And then getting back into writing later in sort of my mid-20s when I finally got around to finishing college and, you know, I, I was sampling journalism and doing some other things and realizing that I'd come so far in so many different avenues from really what my original vision for uh, creativity and for what the dream really were. And uh, I don't know, it's just it's just interesting looking back at those, those, those times in my life and realizing that now I'm starting to come sort of full circle back to that place of sort of purity in a way. Um, and marrying that place of purity and understanding that I'm a writer and that, that 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 process for me is so vitally important to everything I do that that is my craft. But at the same time, I'm marrying that piece with kind of a deeper understanding of some things that have to happen to sustain that work. And so it's this very odd juxtaposition of wanting to be very deeply creative and understanding that there, to make the commerce side of things work, that you have to sort of blend things together into this this eco ecosystem, uh, and it's not always work um, that you might expect to be doing. You know, I'm starting to take on more freelance work again here, probably in the near future, and that's something that I I kind of said that I wouldn't do again. And now here in the last week, week and a half, with just a lot of circumstances changing for our, my family and I financially and otherwise, I've just decided to step back and sort of take a deep breath and kind of look at things. And again, this whole process of reading this book and other things that I've been thinking about and sort of experiencing through the process of creating some things over the last couple of weeks and launching a few minor things and writing and otherwise, it's just kind of come back to this place of, well, you know, maybe I haven't been listening enough to my own life and realizing that all this experience that I have is, is there for a reason and that there is something to be said about piecing things together in the moment and not always trying to control and trying to fight against 
sort of the natural flow that life is trying to take you. And I think for me, for so much of my struggle has been about resisting uh, that flow and, and forcing myself to become very rigid and very much attached to a vision that I was refused to sort of walk away from. And so I think now where I'm at is, is I still want to make books. I still want to make art. I still want to do things that I'm passionate about, but I have to find a way to sustain that and, uh, you know, make art and make money at the same time. So, um, going back to what I was saying, um, about experiences and I know I'm jumping around a little bit. I, I, I'm, I'm mindful of that. And to be honest with you, I'm not too concerned about it because I think, the, the point of these mindful 15s is not to be terribly scripted. So I'm sort of going off the cuff here, but back to what I was saying about experiences that I think what's interesting to me is though, those of us that embrace the idea of living intentionally and deliberately and filling our days with value and meaning, I think really still struggle at times to make time. And I mean, physical time for, for that intense self-reflection. And that's interesting to me because I think to really truly understand what you're trying to build in a quote unquote intentional life, you have to have the time and the space to step back and really reflect on what am I doing right now? And not just what am I trying to build toward because that that vision will be there and it will certainly evolve. But I think when we get so focused on the end game, we tend to lose sight of the parts of the process that are so vital for us to pay attention to in the moment. And I think some of that comes from, for me, from, from being really intentional about practicing being present. It's something I, I, I take time to do and not just in meditation because quite often, um, I don't meditate and I don't probably meditate as often as I'd like, but what I do is, is I try to stay present throughout the, my day and that process of, of just step, stepping back and taking a deep breath and, and kind of getting my sort of bringing my mind back out of the storytelling mode and being lost in the number of uh, crevices in the deep recesses of my subconscious that might find itself, you know, bringing it back to the moment and really uh, just taking time to breathe and experience everything around me, sight, uh, smell, touch, hearing, you know, really bring all, all the senses into, into the moment. And what happens is I'm able to, through the sort of gradual practice of that, I'm, st I'm not realizing it. I'm starting to kind of cultivate this ability to be more self-aware of things that maybe I'm not normally self-aware of. I'm starting to notice things more is basically what I'm saying. And I'm starting to notice a lot of these threads in my journey and a lot of these threads in my um, experiences and the things that I've quote unquote failed out and things that I've succeeded at creatively that there's so much about those things and about my life as well that have played into getting me to exactly where I am today. And I think, you know, we talk a lot about the Steve Jobs uh, infamous, you know, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. It's a very popular uh, quote in the entrepreneurial community. But I think for me, I've kind of altered that a little bit. And I talked about this in my Medium post, but I think for me, it's, I would probably switch that up a little bit and say something along the lines of you can't connect the dots looking forward, you can only connect the dots looking inward. And I think for me, that's the key. You know, so much of what we don't honor, don't see in life, you know, those wicked rough edges, the shadows at the fringe of the light, you know, that we so want to ignore. You know, these are things that influence us, most especially our creative work, far more than the big moments we so desperately dream for and hope for. You know, my friend Jeff Goins writes about this in, in his book, The In-Between, um, where he really hones in on this idea that so much of the richness and the reality of day-to-day -day life really happens in between all those big moments that we're waiting for. That there becomes a gradual realization at some point, I think when you become self-aware, that what's happening right now, no matter how small, no matter how seemingly boring and, and mundane, that those are the moments that really make up a life. And I think the same can be said of a creative journey. Now, some of the things that you sort of discounted and, and swept aside are 
important elements and aspects that have shaped where you are today on your creative journey. And I think for me, I've really started to listen to the to everything in my life a little bit more lately. And it's given me some really much needed creative perspective on not only what I think my work needs to, to continue to evolve, but some very important shifts that I needed to make to better sustain it. And uh, I think like I mentioned the freelance work and some of the other things that I'm starting to look from a project basis uh, as far as how I can bring in more revenue in the short term um, are all parts of that. So enough of my inane rambling. I, I did want to leave you with something uh, on this whole idea of perspective. And and by the way, before I jump in, I did mention my friend Jeff and Jeff is the one that loaned me the book um, by Frederick Beekner. And I don't know if I actually told you the title of that. So the title of that is Now and Then, A, Mem- a Memoir of Vocation. And the, the author is Frederick Beekner. It's a wonderful book. Very interesting read. Um, so I want to leave you with something. And that's so much what we believe is to be universal truth, both you know in humanity and creativity. It really can change and reshape itself in an instant. I mean, in, in a lightning flash, really. And especially when we shine the light of perspective on it. So much of what we believe to be true once we actually have perspective sort of washes that away and it changes shape. And I think the lesson here is, is never to forget to stop running once in a while, to stop running that race once in a while and reflect on all of that minutia in your creative journey, all those little things that you've sort of forgotten or deemed maybe unworthy of your attention. And look at all of those minutia and in the cre- creative journey, but also in your own life you know, the good and the bad. And listen to the story they are telling you. Try to figure out what they're saying. And perhaps maybe you will find something new to love about your life and your work. Thank you for listening to The Mindful Creator. All of our episodes live on our show page at themindfulcreator.com, where you will find show notes for each episode with information on our guests, relevant links, and the ability to subscribe and receive new episodes as I publish them. You can also listen and subscribe to episodes on iTunes and Stitcher. And if you can spare a few moments to leave a review, it is greatly appreciated and will increase our visibility on those platforms so that we can reach more people and share more stories. Last but not least, you can connect with me and say hello on Twitter at Brett Henley. I wish you all the best on your creative journey, and I'll see you in the trenches.